21st and Florida, 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th and Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. Hey, everybody, it's 6 o'clock. It's time for outdoor comedy on Happy Hour. The happiest hour of used to be open mic, but now we change with the COVID times, but we just keep the Mutiny Radio time slots the same because I don't want to work harder. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be your host tonight, Pam Benjamin. We're going to get started in about 15, 20 minutes. Chill out, get your seats, listen to some Miles Davis. Enjoy yourself. Stay distanced. Wear masks. And uh, we're going to be up real soon with comedy every Friday night, 6 o'clock on the street. Bundle up, Buttercup. Strap in. Get ready to laugh. Until then, enjoy some Miles Davis.
Comedy show rockin'. I don't know if the cold is knocking, but bundle up, Buttercup, because this comedy is going to keep you warm. Remember that laughing hard enough is actually cardio. Yes, yes, it is. All right, um, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I'm going to run around from the board here. So, everybody, clap. Yay! clapping yay oh my gosh hey everybody hi i'm gonna have to like peek out to see you around the around the thing be like all right am i still in my light mr demille is it gonna be okay you guys this is a very very young crowd i can tell you're very young even behind your masks i know i have abortions older than most of you so it's true. I had my first abortion in 1995. <laughs> yeah, 25 years ago, 25 years ago. And I only have one regret about that first abortion. And that's that I didn't keep the kid. Because right now I could be having sex with all of his friends. <sighs> <laughs> I'm 46, I'm old. What am I dressed like? You don't even know, you're too young. Who am I dressed as? Mrs. Roper, anybody remember Mrs. Roper? Yes, Three's Company. I thought it would be like a throwback. All the kids are doing coke these days, but they don't know about Three's Company. You don't know about the one show where they were just constantly. Nope, nobody remembers Three's Company. Just me. That's good. Thank you. Brady does. I'm like, I'm so old. I had to use my reading glasses to pack my bong. <laughs> like that's, that's what happened. I couldn't see anything and... It was an incredible moment. I had my glasses on and I could actually see and I was like, wow, this, this weed is beautiful. Look at all these trichomes and bicombs. And then I looked at my fingers and I was like, oh my God, is that what they look like? So I've been growing my fingernails out and I did it. I've been biting my nails for 46 years since I was a baby. They were always in my mouth. I saw a picture of me with my fingers in my mouth and I felt like I looked weak. And so I said, I'm just gonna stop doing this. Also COVID, <laughs> like I didn't wanna <laughs> stick my fingers in my mouth all the time. Not that I'm riding the bus anymore. But so I've grown my fingernails out and my fingers are elegant and I'm obsessed with them. I'm like polishing them and I'm doing things with them. But the problem is it is impossible to masturbate. They are so sharp. They're so sharp. How do people do this? How have you been doing this for years, ladies? Tools? 
can't afford those, it's COVID. <laughs> like, like I'm going to take my $56 from unemployment and take it to good vibrations. And I'm, no, that's not, that's not who I'm investing in right now. I'm not, I'm not investing in anything. <laughs> no, I'm investing. I, I just keep cash in a box. Oops, I shouldn't say that out loud. None of you know where I live. It's fine. I do have, I do have really, really thin apartment walls. Obviously, I live in San Francisco in an apartment. And I thought I overheard my neighbors having sex, and I was like, wow, and I kind of tried to start getting into it. Uh, but then I realized it was just my cats play fighting in another room. Surprisingly easy to finish. <laughs> Surprisingly. I love my cats! Does anybody else love their cats? Cats, cats, cats? No cats? You're not cat people? Are you soulless monsters? Oh, my God. <gasps> you don't love cats? Have you never, like, snuggled with a cat? My cat today, I was sort of sitting in the sunshine, and um, I, was, I was waiting f uh, for a call. I was on hold with EDD, of course. And uh, my cat comes up in the sun, and he just starts rubbing his... I'm like, oh, you, wanna, you want me to pet you? And he actually took his kitty body, and he made my arm go in between his kitty body, so it was touching his little kitty neck, and he had his legs. It was like, actually, he was humping my arm. <laughs> my cat was masturbating on my arm. So we're so much closer now. A little bead of wetness came out to the end of his kitty crayon. You know what I'm saying? Right? And it just like plopped right on my couch. Do, do you know what cat jizz smells like? Nothing. It smells like nothing. Don't freak out. It doesn't smell like anything. He's fixed. There's nothing in there. I don't even know what it is. It's a viscous liquid. I don't know. All I know is my cat loves me. It's good. He does. I also... Uh, I also know that my cat loves me. I I, uh, I had a I had a, had a boy over, and uh, yeah, and uh, you know he was he was finger banging me, you know, and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers, he licked them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my cat loves the shit out of me. Or women really do taste like tuna. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. That's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. I am 46. I am so old. I don't know what it looks like down there. I don't, because I don't shit. I mean, I was born in 1974, and let me tell you, the bush is real. <laughs> like, you believe in Vietnam? I'm telling you, the bush is real. It is scary down there. You can get lost in the bush. Some breeze came into my window, and I, I thought a spider crawled across my legs, but that was just my hair. <laughs> that was just my pubes <laughs> crawling down my legs. It's not. I got to clean up the crash site at some point. That's good. I tried to. I was going to, I would, I started, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't watch porn, so I don't know how to quaff the crash site. I have nothing to model it after, so I'm just like, just, and I'm blind, so it's like the blind leading the blind. I have no idea what I'm looking for or trying to achieve, but, you know, I kind of started on the sides, and then I kind of I went to the side, and I was like, ah, and then it wasn't straight, and I had to ask my cats, like, is this straight? And they're like, meow, and I'm like, you're no help at all, and then I started kind of shaving from, because then it looked like it was too long, you know? So I started ch sort of shaving from the top, and then I found a bald spot. This is a problem. So I had to go even lower. It was the slipperiest slope. It just kept going. I was like, I understand why people don't have anything down there, because you don't know when to stop. Like, when do you... You do the back, then you got to do the center, and then what? And then I finally figured out the purpose of pubic hair. 
It's for when you pee, it focuses the urine into the toilet. No, it does, right? Because like after you're done shaving all of it, guys are like, this is all inside baseball to me. It is. But when you sit down, it just pee everywhere. Last confusing thing about the, well, two more things about the toilet. One, are men's buttholes like physically higher than women's? Because every time I do a dupe, it like goes in the water. But every time a dude's at my house, it's like all over the sides and like the, I'm like, is your butthole's in a physically different place, right? Is that, (laughs) or you're just incredibly lazy. I, (laughs) it's my house, it's your house, we're gonna clean the toilet. Uh, I I had to go number two so badly the other day. It was so crazy. It curled around the bowl. I went number six. (laughs) It was intense. (laughs) Poop jokes. (laughs) They're clean. This is like, I'm sorry, you're eating. It's technically, it's like, it's like a PG, it's like a PG-13 show. We're not supposed to F swear because we have like neighbors and friends and small children. But I'm like talking about masturbating with my cat and that's fine. It's, I don't, we do it together. Sometimes he puts his paw on my lower back, you know, while I'm masturbating so I can feel loved, <laughs> you know. And then like right before I'm gonna come, he takes his claws out and he goes, <coughs> just so I know who's boss. The kitty, who's the boss? Kitty. Zerdon Shakiri. Does anybody, does anybody follow Liverpool? Does, n- what, these women, do, do women, see this thing, this makes me crazy. I love soccer. I love Premier League soccer. I love World Cup soccer. I love watching hot 23-year-old men make their goals. All they do is make goals. It is so amazing. I've never seen that before here. I, maybe it's an English thing. I don't know. 23-year-old men actually making their goals. All right, uh, your first comedian. He's not 23, but he's super young. Um, hi, welcome. So we want to make sure that you're like wearing masks and that we're all socially distanced. If you want to move chairs from one place to another, you can do that and like group in whatever way makes you feel comfortable. Obviously, no one will ever sit in these two front seats, so we can move those just right now. That's not a problem at all. <laughs> just we'll just pick them up and move them because you know, it's like hi. It is someone should put a dog there, or even better, a cat. Um, I, I'm telling you, I'm, you're going to hear cat jokes all night. Uh, whoa! This is a bucket, and I mean, we can um, donate at the end, and we've got hilarious comedians, and I'm super excited for you all to experience them tonight um, under our new beautiful light system that I finally figured out. Yay! We did this in the dark for, year, for years, for months. <laughs> it seems like COVID's been going on for years, but it's only been like a year. So, you know, are we getting used to it yet? No, no, I'm not. I, I hate it. You're going to love your first. Oh, first clap for me. Yay. You have to deal with me all night, Mrs. Roper. In my, I, I love this thing. I don't even know. Okay, here we go. Your first comedian, what a, what a lovely gentleman he is. Uh, he's, he's super supportive of the station. He's at Joke Workshop all the time, and you're going to love him up right now. Put your hands together for Kyle Morrissey. Yay. Um, plastic bag. Oh, you have a cover. Great. Here. All right. Well, I just learned what the lineup is, I guess. Uh, good. To, oh, I did not see it. I uh, I came here in a, in a tizzy. Uh, it's good to be here, though. It's good to be here. It's, it's better to be in there, to be honest. It's I mean, it's nice out, but um, 
I guess I should just be grateful to be here. I've been pretty cooped up. Um, my name is Kyle. I've been living with my girlfriend this whole time, which I should be thankful for, really. Uh, but it's it it's gotten tense. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Uh, we get into arguments about lots of little things, and the other day she was giving me a hard time about not wanting to try new things, and she was, like, grilling me about that. She's like, you never want to try anything new. Why don't you ever want to try anything new? I was like, isn't that why I haven't uh, broken up with you yet? Uh, I mean, just think about it. Like, logically, that checks out. That's, I mean, she was just referring to this new sushi restaurant, but, um, but maybe she would be a lot less hard on me about going to a brand new restaurant as if, if it was with a brand new girlfriend. I don't know. Um, who knows? Who knows? I'm going to do Shelby's joke next because I'm first. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> incidentally, t w one of our jokes is the same punchline. Um, I don't know which one it is, though, so we'll see what happens. Um, I, uh, I, I, have been, I have been cooped up. I, I got to say, uh, wow, it's, it is not a good time for your, uh, it, it, it is a good time for conspiracy theories. I will say that. Uh, I'm going to merge these two ideas here. Um, I, I've been watching a lot of classic movies lately just to, uh, you know, burn time. I watched Jaws recently. I don't know if anyone's watched that. Uh, about halfway through watching Jaws, it struck me that that movie is the perfect metaphor for the coronavirus. I don't know. If you haven't seen it lately, go back and watch it. The parallels are <laughs> insane. Um, it, it, it starts off, there's an there's a unknown threat that's like killing people, and people don't know what it is, and the experts look into it, and they find out what it is, and then when they do, they realize how dangerous this thing really is, and then they realize that the biggest weekend of the year is coming up for that town, 4th of July weekend, and thousands and thousands of people are coming to that town. And they're like, we got to warn everybody. So they go to the mayor. And the mayor's like, are you kidding me? I'm not shutting down. This is the biggest. Our local, our small local economy <laughs> depends on this weekend. We're not shutting down. I'm sorry. So they stay open, and thousands of people come to the beach, and some of them die. <laughs> and everyone is stunned. And then you finally see the shark. You finally see the shark. It's the big reveal. And then the moment you do, you're like, that is fake. <laughs> wow. That, that killed those people? Bullshit. There's no way that's what killed those people. Are you, there's clearly people off screen controlling that thing. Wow. <laughs> and people ask, well, how did those people in the water die? Huh? Did they drown? Yeah, they went swimming with diabetes. <laughs> yes, she drowned. She was 94 years old. <laughs> No, to, to support the theory, at the end of the movie, they're like, how do we defeat this thing? And they're like, shove a ventilator in its mouth and shoot it. Let's get out of here, please. I don't have a uh, transition for this next joke, so I'm just going to ask. Um, clap if you've uh, sucked a penis. I know, this is a, that's, I know this is a clean show. That's why I didn't say dick. Um... <laughs> I uh, I have a crazy story. Um, I have, I ha I'm straight. I've I've I think. Um, I, the reason I say I've I've sucked one penis. I've sucked exact. I've sucked the only penis I would ever suck, and that is my penis. Um, I know. How do you ask? Uh, how you ask? How do you ask? Um, 
Yeah, I, I solved the urban legend, if you will. I'm what we call one of the rare few. Um, I know Marilyn Manson personally. Um, <laughs> he gave me an award, actually. I was skinny growing up, and I found out that it's possible. <laughs> um, and it, it, when you're like a 12-year-old boy, that's when it happened. Uh, you know, it's, it is like an urban, urban legend. Can, can you do it? And and no no ask any guy like oh I've never tried no you've never succeeded <laughs> and and I it's tough it's a weird brag you know that's a weird thing to be like well guess what because um, it's not gay but it it is really narcissistic it, it really is like when you suck your if you suck your own dick you're just like an Ouroboros of vanity <laughs> like. You're just a snake eating itself. You go on forever into time and space. And so I didn't know I didn't know what to do with this knowledge because I was like I'm I'm clearly special. And I was at a sleepover camp one year, and my roommates were talking about how it's impossible. You cannot you, if you're a guy. It is impossible to suck your own penis. And I was like, well, actually, uh, <laughs> this is your guys' lucky day. Um, I can do it. I can do it. And they're like, nah, you're full of shit. And at that moment, I was like, I'm about to fucking dunk on these fools right now. Uh, and and I, I proved them wrong. Because <laughs> if there's one thing I would hate more than my friends having probably the worst blackmail that they could have on a 12-year-old, it's being called a liar. Um, and I just remember so clearly in the middle of this uh, coming of age experience, I just so remember clearly thinking like, man, those guys must feel so stupid right now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my name's Kyle Morrissey. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Yay! Kyle Morrissey, everybody, hooray! Misused talents, my friend. <laughs> Miss, you, well you could be right now. Where is your OnlyFans? Why don't people ask that of men? Like this entire time in COVID, I'm like, I don't have any money. I don't know what to do. And everyone's like, OnlyFans, you should do an OnlyFans. No one's telling like 26-year-old guys they should do OnlyFans. What is this sexism? <laughs> no one wants to see naked guys, but they're always sending you naked pictures of themselves. That's like some strange thing. There's one other um, person this weekend I'm... I think that he's, his skills are being misused. Um, this Sunday, uh, that guy, he throws footballs, he's really famous. Tom Brady. Tom Brady is in the Super Bowl, and that's exciting. I don't know what team he's playing for, I don't care. Because they are misusing this man's skills, all right? He's the, great, he's the greatest of all time, he's the GOAT. He has these natural talents. They're misusing them. I think that we should put him in a closet on like a jizz milking machine and we should be sending his sperm to every woman in America right now. There is another president in that nutsack. There is an astronaut in that nutsack. We're misusing his skills. I'm 46 years old, I've never had a baby. If you sent me Tom Brady sperm, I would stick it in myself right now. <laughs> I, would, I would rip out my IUD with these sharp fingernails. <laughs> and I would stick the Tom Brady sperm right in there. Cool. All right, your next comedian. <laughs> looks, a, looks a lot like Tom Brady. No, he doesn't look like Tom Brady. <laughs> he doesn't. He, <laughs> there's actually, he looks like Luke Shaw, who's a world premier soccer player. Uh, put your hands together right now for Jack Ferguson, yay! 
Yay! I have um baggies back there. All right, you guys doing okay? Thank you for being here. Thank you for walking by and giving it a chance, I'm assuming. Uh, you know, we'll see how long that goodwill lasts. Um, does anybody here know, like, let's take a poll. How many people here know who Tom Brady is? Okay, just seeing if I can do topical Tom Brady humor or not. <laughs> Here's the thing, Pam, if we, like, milked, if Tom Brady was a sperm donor, for instance, 99% of the children that are coming from that nutsack are just going to be serial killers. <laughs> Have you ever looked that man in the eyes? Like, there's a reason that he's dominating in football. It's because he thinks he's better than everyone else. You know what I mean? He's not nervous because he believes he's a god. Um, I The lockdown's over. Maybe we can get a hand for that. The lockdown's over, yeah. Second lockdown. If there is a third one, if Gavin Newsom declares a third one, I will kidnap him. You heard it here first. I'm recording this set. You can use it as evidence. I don't even care. I'll be a martyr for the cause. I'm going to kidnap him. And you guys think I'm joking. I'm 100% serious. But a man pushed, you know, like during the quarantine, during lockdown, you learn a lot about yourself, right? You guys, like, I feel like everybody learned a lot about themselves. What I learned is, I don't really care if millions of people die, you know? Like, I thought I would. I really thought I would. I don't, you know? <laughs> I genuinely don't. And, I, like, I don't like that about myself, but I do view it as an inconvenience to me that all this stuff is happening, you know? Like I said, we'll see how long the goodwill lasts. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, um, I'm bipolar, so that explains a little bit of what's been going on so far. Um, I am bipolar, though. Um, if anyone else here is bipolar, let me ha just, you know, clap or, or f you know, have a psychological breakdown, either one. Is anybody here? Oh, for sure, dog. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually not a good thing to admit in a public space, but I'm with you there. You know what I mean? Um, do you know what getting 5150 is? <laughs> <laughs> so you've been 5150. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the only accurate response. Uh, for those of you who don't know what getting 5150 is, make some noise if you don't know what, make some noise if your parents love you. <laughs> That's, yeah? Okay, good. Um, for those of you who don't know, getting 5150 is when you get taken to the psych ward against your will. So you don't want to go to the psych ward, but you have to. Uh, like in my case, I was having a manic episode, and they were like, you need to go to the psych ward, you're having a manic episode. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. And then they were like, all right, but you at least need to like, put some clothes on and get out of the middle of the highway, you know? I was like, you drive a hard bargain, but I'm also not going to do that. <laughs> so they tasered me, and <laughs> that's the uh, same as you, you know? No? Different? Maybe? Okay. Were you, when you got taken to the psych ward, were you on, like, the up or the down? Yeah, okay, that's the up. <laughs> up is out there, for those of you guys who don't know. Um, I, when I went crazy, I actually started a cult. Um, yeah, I did. It turns out, it turns out that people are sheep and they'll listen to you no matter what you're saying, as long as you say it with confidence. You know what I mean? 
as long as you have a strong jawline and you say it with confidence, people will do whatever you tell them, you know? <laughs> Which explains most of human history, actually. Um, I did, I started a cult. We, it started out as a business. We were gonna make longboards. Uh, all cults start out as businesses, that's really what they are. We were gonna make longboards. And then it gradually transitioned to making chips that you put in people's brains so they can communicate through thought. And we were 19, so we didn't have the technological capabilities to do that. But, uh, and there were a lot of people who were on board when we were making longboards, you know what I mean? There were a lot of people on board. Less when we transitioned to the chip thing, but there were actually a bunch of people who were still on board for that. <laughs> like, like, like sane, stable people who were like, yeah, we're gonna do it. We'd have board meetings in my dorm, I was in college, we'd have board meetings in my dorm room where I would stand on my bed and just like yell crazy shit, like Steve Jobs is watching us, we have to stick together, we're gonna go to Home Depot and buy some metal tomorrow to make microchips. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. And then I would like go outside and yell at a tree and they're like, he's crazy, but that's his genius, you know? All of the greats are crazy. And then at the peak of it, I got 5150, and I got taken to the psych ward, and they take away your phone. So I could not let the members of my cult know that I was indisposed at the psych ward. And I later found out that they thought I had gone on a spiritual journey to find the missing like equation. No shit, that's what they thought. Uh, and then I got out of the psych ward, and I texted the guys, and I was like, hey, listen, we're not gonna do this. And they were like, yeah, we're not gonna do this. And I was like, Let's never talk about this again. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we're not going to talk about this again. <laughs> that's, that's how it went. Um, what do you guys think about guns? Huh? Forum against them? Just going to be quiet? Or <laughs> forum? Quiet? Okay. That's a good strategy, you know? You don't know if it's a pro-gun crowd or an anti-gun crowd yet, so you don't want to single yourself out as the person who goes against them and then everyone draws their weapon, you know? Probably a safe bet to say that most of the people here are uh, against guns. This is California, you know? Or not. Hey, listen. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I, I think whatever you guys think, you know? I, I'm fu I'm for him to be honest. I think here's the thing. I'm I am bipolar. I am clinically paranoid. And as someone who is clinically paranoid, I really want to buy a gun. But also, as someone who is clinically paranoid, I am legally not allowed to buy a gun. You know. Thank you. So, it's like people start stopping when they hear. This was this is like how the cult started. You know. I think that paranoid people should be allowed to have guns though, because we're always fucking ready. You know. We're ready for anything. We're ready for things that don't even make sense, you know? I'll give you an example. Like, there was a guy who went into a Texas church, and he was a terrorist. He tried to shoot up a Texas church. He got off one shot, and then immediately was stopped by a volunteer security guard who got him from 100 feet away on his first shot in 2.6 seconds. And that guy's a hero, right? He stopped a mass, excuse me, a mass shooting. But he was also way too ready, you know? Like 2.6 seconds, I didn't realize John Wick was working volunteer security at a Texas church, you know? Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I'm picking up what you guys are putting down. I understand. Listen, I'm against guns, and this is why. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
I uh, I broke up with uh, my girlfriend broke up with me recently. Yeah. Now I thank you for your sympathy. Um, it's great, <laughs> much appreciated. It's a two-year-old joke, so not a not a huge deal. But um, when we broke up, she was like, she really tried to like the pro the bummer was that she was really good in bed. That was the bummer, or you know, she was really good, or that was what my friends told me. You know, <laughs> um, she cheated on me for sure. Uh, here's the thing, like, I like. You guys have you guys have been through breakups before, right? You know how like you say like you say stuff that you don't mean, right? That's what I'm hoping. Cause she told me she was like, "You never once made me come in two years," and I was like, "You don't mean that." Uh, <laughs> like two years, you never, I never, I never made you come once in two years. Like I don't even really feel bad for that if if it's true, you know. You're living in a world of your own lies at that point. That means that like. Once every two days, for two years, well, it's once every month, for two years, you put on a convincing show of lies. And it's like, you can't expect me to get better at sex if you're doing that every, you know, every time. Like, if you want someone to get better, you have to give them accurate feedback. Like, if I was trying to learn how to sing, and every time I sang for you, you pretended to lose control of your legs, like, I would think I'm Beyonce, you know? I'm thinking I'm the greatest of all time. And yeah, I don't know where your clitoris is, but don't you? Can't you point it out, you know? <laughs> like, if you went down on me and started sucking the wrong thing, I would let you know, you know? <laughs> Unless it felt good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's the moral of this story, really, is I don't know. Um, you know, you know what kind of seems made up to me? I don't want to start any conspiracy theories, but do you know what seems made up to me? Dinosaurs. <laughs> like, for real, guys, that's the thing that, like, like 300 million years ago, there were just giant lizards that were, like, eating each other, and then they, like, why aren't they around anymore? It's because they got hit by a meteorite? All right, <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there <laughs> to see if it works. <laughs> see if it works or not. Yeah. Um, all right, I got the light. Do I do I have any good jokes to end on? <laughs> do I have anything to say that will really make you guys laugh? Um, no, <laughs> no, not really. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. My, I'm Jack, guys. Have a good night. Keep it going for Jack Ferguson. Yay! Yay! Talking about guns. Uh, why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. Ah! Waka, waka, waka! Ah! I love that joke. I also think a lot about dinosaurs because I smoke a lot of weed and it makes me think I'm the smartest person alive. And I realized that we've all been fooled for years. Why? Because the T-Rex bones were put back together wrong. Go with me, everybody. Imagine a T-Rex skeleton in your head, right? Big beefy legs, and tiny little arms in your right? But no breastbone. I have to bone many birds in my time, and they all have a breastbone. What if, and the hip cap forces him over, so he's like, blah, blah, blah. what if 
What's the point of the hip cap? What if we flip that around and that hip cap that makes no sense became a breastbone? And then those big, beefy legs became big, beefy wings. You move the little legs back to feet. You ever seen a bird with big legs? They call them bird legs for a reason. The T-Rex was a dragon. The T-Rex was a dragon. Why else? All this dragon mythology. St. George and the dragon. The Chinese love the dragons. They got the dragon thing. The Japanese are tattooing dragons. Everyone's got dragons everywhere. Right? The English was, ah, dragons. What's a dragon? It's a T-Rex. It's just the hubris of man to take the biggest, coolest dinosaur and put him on two legs. That's it. It's just the hubris of man. Just next time you look at them, just flip it around. You'll see I'm right. I've convinced many fifth graders that this is true. <laughs> I've convinced. That's why they don't let me teach kids anymore. They're like, stop lying to them. I'm like, these aren't lies. These are conspiracy. This is fake news. <laughs> conspiracy. All right, your next comedian. He knows all about the news. If you don't know what's going on in the world, you're going to find out right now because he the, he's the topical mister. Uh, you're going to love him. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion. He's a responsible comedian. He brings his own microphone. Everybody, it's Matthew Quirk. Yay! Oh, give it up for Pam, that crazy old hag. <laughs> Fucking dinosaurs. Hey, hey. Look. <laughs> I, have four I, I blame you. <laughs> the... Uh, I mean, I, I, I do believe the T-Rex walked on two legs because I'm smarter than a fifth grader, Pam. For God's sakes. Di I got to follow dinosaur conspiracy theories? Yeah, okay. So how about that Super Bowl, guys? Huh? Am I right? Uh, so for real, the Super Bowl, you know, they're testing the athletes twice a day for COVID and lead up. Uh, I, I, I mean, are these the same guys who couldn't find steroids in the NFL or testing for? I mean, they could test 100 times a day. If they're not going to. They're just not going to. Anyway. Uh, so uh, Dustin Diamond died, right? Screech. He died. Uh, my New Year's resolution this year was to stop watching porn, but after I heard he died, I had to look up a few of his clips, you know, in honor of him. I mean, let's face it. If you have the choice, gentlemen, you're with me on this, I know. If you have the choice to be known for the rest of history as Screech or a porn star, you're going with porn star every time, right? I mean, Screech, for God's sakes. What an embarrassment. He's trying to unlive that. Nobody's with me, huh? Because I would rather be known as a porn star. Let's face it. I would love that sort of thing. Uh, so anyway, I guess we're back out in purple, right? COVID, you guys are all scared of COVID? I'm not scared of COVID. I'm not scared of COVID. I've already had the best years of my life. I'm in my 50s. <laughs> this is all like your problem, right? This is all young people's thing to worry about and uh COVID hasn't done shit for me you know i mean it turns out i'm an essential employee like i've been working all the way through uh all through COVID. yeah it's all been the same for me you know although i did miss a, an anniversary clap if you missed an anniversary for COVID. you didn't get to celebrate the way you wanted to 
I'm the only one who missed an anniversary this whole year. Okay. Yeah, I missed the anniversary of my transition. That's right. My transition from an apartment to a van. My vanzition, if you will. The uh, third vaniversary of my vanzition, for those of you playing along at home. Yeah. Thank you. That's right. Get off my get off my lawn over there, guys. That's my That's my spot right there. So anyway, yeah, it's it's uh I know what you guys are thinking, right? It must be great living in a van. You know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool breathing all that free air, wasting all your free time. But uh you know, I remember like it was yesterday when I had to move out my place I was having a garage sale at the last time I had access to a garage and one of my neighbors comes by and she's like oh are you moving out and I'm like yeah uh, I'm moving into my vehicle you know I'm like that's it right there she's like oh you're moving into your car and I was like oh shit I thought a San Francisco lady would be more woke right so let me van explain a few things to you guys okay size matters right that's a van it's not a car it's a van a van I guess I should be happy that she didn't like you know uh, vehicle shame me and say what's up can't fit all your shit in a trunk you hoarder but anyway COVID's been alright in that van I mean uh, all the shelter in place quarantine you can't enforce those rules on me so my life in that van has been the, whole, the same throughout the entire COVID Right, my work's been the same. Even my comedy's been the same. This is the only place that books me. So when all those, <laughs> when all those big fancy places got shut down, like my comedy career is the same. <laughs> it's exactly the same. And even dating, right? Everyone's like, how do you hook up in the, in the time of COVID, right? How do you meet new people? I'm in my 50s. I've got erectile dysfunction. My sex life is the same. <laughs> See? Exact same. But it's been great living in that van, man. It's been great. But recently I came across another ticket on my house in this fucking city. Making my rent over the past three years a total of $426. Yeah, who's the idiot now, right? Huh? Huh? Although, even though I, I have my problems, I did expect to get a lot more pussy in the murder van, right? I figured that would be hotter. hotter. Now that I'm a van sexual, I figured that would be a hot new thing. I mean, what's up, ladies? I own my own home in San Francisco. But I know what you gold diggers are thinking, though. Like, what neighborhood? What neighborhood, right? Anyone I want. That's what neighborhood I live in. Although the other day I backed into uh, a tight parking spot, and I backed into one of you housies, uh, summer homes or something. I don't know. I don't know how you guys live. But... Uh, I have my house ins insurance and my car insurance bundled up into one. That's another scam I got going on on the man in here, right? Because I'm a financial genius, as I explained earlier. 
But I had an, a, a, a real incident the other day. I, I busted my internal manifold gasket, so I had to put my place into the shop, and I had to like get around in my car for like a week. Yeah, that's right. I own a van and a car because I'm San Francisco homeless. I'm more of a homeless sapien, I like to think of myself. Anyway, some of you guys should be taking notes. Uh, you look like you're about one paycheck away from parked next to me in your van. <laughs> well, you got to learn important life skills, like how to dump your piss bucket and blame it on other more homeless-looking people than you are. very important another thing when you have a piss bucket make sure it's in a resealable container and if you're really smart you'll put that bucket in another bucket are you jotting this down I see a few notepads out this is gold I'm giving you guys gold here gold I tell you Anyway, I usually like to close by telling you guys I'm double parked, but now I've been outed. There's my van right there. I can't. My old standbys aren't what they used to be. Anyway, COVID's been great, right? I mean, what a better time to, to like get really into politics. It's really one of my favorite things to get into politics. And uh, this year has inspired me to get to release my, my political stance again, right? To break it out again. To break out Ginger Lives Matter. Hashtag Ginger Lives Matter. I mean, if there's one thing I learned from that insurrection is that I have to reestablish myself as a person of color and separate from those white people. Clearly separate myself as a ginger. I know what you guys are thinking. There's a lot of hashtag lives matters out there and it's easy to get confused. But we gingers, we're actually struggling for our very survival. I saw a thing on Facebook where they're like, uh, we're gonna have a meeting of all the gingers at Dolores Park one Saturday. Do you guys know how fucking sunny it gets at Dolores Park? <laughs> they were trying to kill us in like one smooth move, guys. It's bullshit. So I've got to take that word back from you white people who have been using it just a little too liberally out there on the streets, right? That's our word, and you can't use it. And I don't want to hear this, oh, my cousin's a ginger, so I can say it. <laughs> That's bullshit. And I sure as hell don't want to say, I said ginger, ginger, not ginger, right? That's bullshit. That's enough to make a ginger snap. <laughs> and I'm going to end on that standing ovation I got there by the people who are forced to stand and back. Matthew Quirk. Yes, let him hear it. Ginger lives matter. I tried to start a hashtag, um, all sizes matter. Because what I learned is that clits are just tiny dicks. 
They are. When you're in utero until like nine weeks or 18 weeks, I don't know, 11 weeks, something, it's exactly the same. And then one becomes a pee-pee and then other and the ovaries and stuff. So a clitoris is just a tiny dick, right? Let's rock out with our baby cocks out. I say it's time to celebrate our, our itty-bitty dinglings, right? All sizes matter. All si- You're not with me. That's fine. <laughs> I know feminism's hard these days. Uh, your next comedian, he's super hilarious and super wonderful. You're going to love him. He's absurd and wonderful. Put your hands together for Luke Moore. Yay! There's a baggie in there. There you go. Pam Benjamin, everybody. Give it up for my ass. So now that we have a bag on the microphone, can I fart on the I've can I fart on this mic? Is that okay? Okay, it was, I thought it was gonna be louder. Hey guys, good start, right? Pretty funny. Quiet farts, they're still funny. They are. I am ready to leave here. I'm hungry and I have to pee. I don't know about y'all. Uh, do you ever get so hungry that you're 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 angry? That's called being hangry. You ever get that? What about uh, you ever you ever get horngry? That's where you're so hungry and angry and horny. And it's also known as poor mental health. It's good to see everybody here tonight. It's, you know, you can't be outwardly horny nowadays. Have you noticed that? You get busted every time. Every time. You can't ask horny questions, is what I've learned. My grandma taught me that when I was a kid. Because she showed me a picture of her, like, nephew's daughter who just graduated when I was a kid. And I was, I thought this woman was beautiful, this young woman. And I said, Grandma, Momo, how, who is this in relation to me? Who is this woman in relation to me? And she said, Luke, this is your second cousin. So, yes, it would be legal. And I was like, no, I didn't. What? No. I, I have, how'd you know? You know what I mean? It's because I asked a horny question. You can't do that. You will get exposed. One time, my ex-girlfriend walked in on me jacking off. Ever happened to you? It's okay. It's okay. But, you know, it's embarrassing because they shame you for it. She's like, what were you just doing? And I was like, oh, uh, oh, oh, funny you walked in. I was just thinking of you. <laughs> Pretty good cover, right? Oh, and your sister. Duh, fuck. I mean... And your mom. Oh, fuck. I mean, and your dad. Oh, crap. Sorry. Sorry for the F words. You know why saying the F word is bad? Because being horny is bad. (laughs) That's what they're... I don't make the rules. You know, I was so horny the other day. I tried to hook up with a lady who I shared a last name with. And yeah, I don't know if you've ever done that. Keep it to yourself if you have. 
But when you're horny, you make excuses. You know, I was thinking, well, my last name is Moore. That's a common last name, so there's nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, there was my, I've been attracted to Moores before, right? Like my first grade teacher, Miss Moore. Uh, there was Mandy Moore, my first celebrity crush. Sarah Moore, my first cousin. You know, it's complete, you make these excuses. I think it's okay. I'm still going to talk about being horny for a little bit longer. Because um, I think it's okay to be horny. I think everybody is horny at some times. And you know what? America just elected our horniest president ever. So, you know, the sky's the limit if you're, a hor if you're horny. You can be president. Tell your kids that. Billy, you can be president because you're fucking horny. Oh, okay. No more F-words. I promise. Pam, sorry. Where was I? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Biden being horny, it's it has its benefits, you know? It got us our first ever female vice president, I think. <laughs> I think we can attribute that to his horniness, right? He's not going to pick Bernie Sanders as VP. <laughs> not enough hair to smell. Kamala Harris from Oakland. Hair smells like hot sauce and curry. Biden's old nose can still smell that. Mmm, yum. Kamala Harris. <laughs> I think it's funny. America always elects a president in response to the last president. You know, it's like the opposite of the last president. Right, like Gerald Ford was bald. So who do we replace him with? Full head of hair, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter's hair was kind of gray. Who do we replace him with? Chocolatey hair, Ronald Reagan. Who do we replace him with? George H.W. Bush. What made him special? Glasses. Not that... Not that special, though. Only one term. <laughs> Only one term. We want a guy who doesn't wear glasses. Bill Clinton. Kind of charismatic. Not charismatic enough. We want a guy who's charismatic and religious. George W. Bush. But what do you get when you get a charismatic religious person? An idiot. So what do we replace him with? Barack Obama. Intellectual. But what's the problem with intellectuals? They seem like they think that they're better than you. So what do we replace him with? Donald Trump, someone who does think they're better than you. <laughs> and he's, he was, for better or for worse, just worse, he was the most entertaining president ever. You love to hate him. So what do we replace him with? The most boring president <laughs> ever. Who can't really speak. I watched the inauguration and I thought we might be beating white supremacy because we got a VP of color. We might be beating white supremacy. But then the marching band played Yankee Doodle Dandle. Yankee, da Yankee Dandy. What, the, what is that song called? Yankee Doodle Dandy. 
And I thought, no, white supremacy is apparently here to stay because I think Yankee Doodle Dandy is the theme song to white supremacy. Know what I mean? Okay. I don't like, I don't identify as a white person, okay? I prefer to be called a person of non-color. <laughs> I get it from my parents. My parents know that I do comedy, unfortunately, and they send me joke ideas. Not jokes, but joke ideas. So they're admitting that they're not funny, but I have to make them funny. And as you can see, it's really hard to do. My mom sent me this one last week in an email. <laughs> Subject line, joke, comma, or one to build on. <laughs> and it goes, the same reason I would never buy a million dollar Winnebago or travel home thingy, and then parenthetically she put, they called them Winnebagos when I was a kid. Is the same reason I pretty much refuse to go into porta potty. Hyphen, I don't do weird bathrooms. <laughs> Every woman will laugh at that joke. Maybe not every man. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> I think that's accurate. I think every woman just left. <laughs> the same day, my dad sent me this joke <laughs> through a text. And yes, he's my dad, but I don't really claim him, so, so uh, don't get offended. But idea for a bit, period. A product aimed at Jewish people who fear the pandemic, which is just Jewish people. I don't think there's any Jewish people who don't fear the pandemic. Right? Okay. A combination yarmulke mask. <laughs> or maybe, two words, maybe, what pain it is for a person to wear both. I think my dad thinks that yarmulkes have a chin strap. <laughs> or what if the person also has sleep apnea <laughs> and must also wear a CPAP? I think my dad thinks Jewish people sleep with their yarmulke on and masks. Okay, I'll leave you on this. I just wanted to give a quick sh few shout outs. Uh, who here works in the service industry? Thank you for your service. Who here works in cell phones? Thank you for your service. <laughs> who here plays tennis? Thank you for your serves. <laughs> who here installs like countertops in the kitchen and like tiles and stuff? Thank you for your surfaces. <laughs> Who here works in a diner? Thank you for your syrup. <laughs> Who here is from Houston, Texas? Thank you for your scissorp. <laughs> Who here is a woman? Thank you for your cervix. 
Who here is an elephant who likes to ride a unicycle? Thank you for your circus. And lastly, happy Black History Month. Thank you for your Jergens. Luke Moore, hooray! Yay! The amazing wordplay and absurdity of Luke Moore. I love that guy. He's hilarious. Are you are you guys tired of the men? Are we having is the sausage party getting to you? Are you okay? Is it time for a lady? Yes, it is. It's time for a lady comic. That's right. She's a she's lovely new comic. She's new on the scene, but she's super hilarious. Put your hands together right now for Shelby Wilson. Yay! Gotta be safe, gotta be safe. Love that sound. How are you guys, how you doing? You tired, is it time to go vegetarian? We're done with sausage for a bit. At least something like lower fat, right? Like maybe a little healthier, a lean meat, mayhaps. Um, speaking of men, so GameStop has been in the news, right, recently. Uh, it's the first time I've heard that name in a long time, right? Like GameStop was something from my childhood. Um, but with GameStop being in the news, I guess it's time that I admit uh, all of the gamer Reddit guys that asked me out in college, I guess it's time I admit I had feelings for them all along. <laughs> I'm not that, like, I'm not gonna be above that white girl. Like, I will marry into money. I will try. If it's gonna be that easy, I'm gonna do it. Speaking of things that white men have explained to me in the last week, the Super Bowl is coming up. <laughs> so I'm trying to combine the two. I'm like, how do we short Tom Brady? Is that possible? Do we think he would do that himself by going to the Buccaneers? It's not so much of a safe bet. They ended up in the Super Bowl as a surprise. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of over dating white men, to be honest. Like, it's just, like, I had to flock to classical music the other week. That was rough. No crescendo. Thank you, Sebastian, <laughs> for your lovely performance. But no thanks, not for me. I am, you know, there's just, like, white girl things, too, that I just, like, can't get behind. Like yoga classes, I'm, I can't do it. Like yoga classes are not my thing. I don't like somebody telling me how to breathe. Okay, like inhale and exhale. And I always fuck it up. Like I always mess up the timing. I always mess up the timing. I don't, you know, F word it up. I mess it up. Um, I always mess up the timing. And you know what, it's so ridiculous. Like there are situations where how you breathe is really important, like a snorkel or when your friends pass around the first line of coke at a party. That is not a situation where you wanna accidentally exhale. It's a real fear I have. I don't wanna be uncool about it. Um, so I went away with this guy the other weekend and he did ask me the, he asked me the big question. Yeah, he asked if he could pee on me. Yeah, we split the bill at dinner, so that was an obvious no. And also, don't ask in the restaurant. I'm still eating, so. Let it work its way through, all right, before you ask. I'm not ready. Um, being that white girl, though, like, I've re-entered my 2000s phase. I'm very excited that you see couture sweatsuits are back on the scene. Like, I'm so excited about it. Like, I finally get to dress like my older sister, like, her best friends. They look so cool. They look so good. And, like, I'm an adult. Like, I have a job. I got my ears pierced. I can wear the dangly butterfly earrings. I have a job, all right? I can afford cocaine. I can have coke chic. I don't need an eating disorder. I can have it for real. <laughs> it's all coming together. 
I'm so happy. Um, I do care about my appearance, I do, because I'm from Orange County, California. Anybody else from the South? <laughs> from the South? It's a, it's a better South. But um, I'm from Orange County, California, and I cared about my appearance because my dad was like an unstable guy, so he would make scenes in public, right? Um, and I'm like, if people are going to stare at us, I at least want to look good. So with that, though, like he was a thrifty guy, so instead of like a lot of my friends were getting nose jobs, I just got a nose jab. It was effective, and he saved a lot of money. I take that with me, though. Like, I couldn't say no to a free car, so I stole a car. Um, it was like more, it's like more, okay, so like my dad bought the car, but I didn't give him the love and affection he expected in return, so it's like emotionally stolen. <laughs> He's definitely in debt on that one. He's in the zeros. But you know what? I didn't sign up for a 100,000-mile commitment to love him, so <laughs> that wasn't in the fine print. Um, I don't receive gifts well, obviously, like gifts are not my thing. And I took my love languages test, right? And there's five, and one of them is gift giving. Well, guess what? I got all of them, 25% um, split between four. Um, so maybe I'm a little high maintenance, I don't know. I think it's just attention, right? Like I've seen attention in any form. Um, I'm pretty over dating white men, but it's like maybe this is 2021, it, maybe this is the year that I date women, right? Like maybe I give it a shot, right? Um, but you know what, I'm too much of a feminist, honestly, to date women. They deserve a lot better than me. <laughs> My high maintenance drama. Like, I, I, I have not been able to go to sleep. I have not. Like, you know what's depressing when you get to the fourth episode of a sleep podcast? <laughs> so I've been trying to go to sleep. Like, and you know what, I've been called codependent by quite a few people, all right? Like, like psychologists, exes, whatever it is. And you know what, it's like, I need a human voice to fall asleep. So what? So do dogs, all right? You leave the radio on when you leave the house. They need that. You don't call a dog codependent. We love dogs. You don't love me. It's fine. I get it. It's different. Oh, man. Honestly, I burned through that a little too quickly. With the 2000s, though, like, I've been going through a lot. Like, this is hour 96 of listening to Nelly Furtado's I'm Like a Bird on Repeat. Like, I don't know what I'm going through, but it's probably from the sixth grade. Gonna have to map that one back. I'll end you guys on this one. So I've been dating, I've been dating during COVID, which is kind of a tricky situation. Like there's a certain etiquette, right? Like you meet someone, you don't know how to, like far you should sit apart. You don't know when to drop your mask. So I was new, right? Like it was the first time dating somebody and we got together and we were sitting together, we dropped our masks. I was like, this is cool, this is cool. Like nothing really has to happen, we're gonna talk. Um, except for he was talking and he pronounced a P a little too hard and he spat in my mouth. So we might as well fuck at that point, because I have whatever he has. <laughs> All right, I'm Shelby. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. I'll keep my mask up because I can't find my mic. Condom. Shelby, everybody put your hands together for Shelby. Yay! Ladies. All right, we got a couple comedians left. Your next comedian, I haven't seen him in a really long time because he disappeared and then he came back and he was in LA for a while, but now he's back and all these things. And I'm so excited to see what he does tonight. Put your hands together, everybody, for Gary Hughes. Yay! Oh, you have your own microphone. You're so professional. All right. You guys good? You guys all right? Cool, cool, cool. Let's do it. Uh, oh, I got to stand in the light. 
I didn't know that there were substitute words uh, for for the N word. They have substitutes. Yeah, I was at a CVS. You know, I was got a sweet tooth getting some candy, and the guy said out loud. He pointed to me, and he was like, "Yeah, next to that, what you call it right there?" And I was like, "Excuse me." And he was like, "No, I'm talking about the chocolate bar." I said, "Brother, you need to stop." He's like, no, the delicious caramel chocolate. I, I appreciate the compliments, but still. <laughs> you calling me out my name, but that's not right. I've been called out my name before. It's no problem. You know, mostly, uh, more often what happens is someone disrespects something I support, right? I work at a coffee shop. I hand this elderly white man his coffee, and he says, black coffee matters. He laughs, and he walks away, right? And this is the only social movement you can easily make fun of because of the title. You just replace lives and you're automatically mocking it, right? Black, black, back, black toilets matter. You anything, black bathtub. It just it's so easy to, to like mock. Like there's no other social movement you can easily mock. Like gun control, gun rights. I can't be like, hey, car control, soap rights. It's like it doesn't work, right? But I've yet to hear a good mock title that I actually agreed with. I've yet to hear a good one. No one's ever said like, black astronauts matter. Yeah, they do. I agree with you. They definitely do. Because if black people could travel through space, you guys already know what that means. Racism travels through space. Yes, it goes with you wherever you go. Racism equals MC squared. That's what Einstein was trying to say. But he didn't really, he was like, I'm going I'm to I'm put energy because white people going to go crazy. <laughs> Let me put energy. It's pretty interesting. It's a good life. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been walking by, you know, looking at places, looking at church boards. I like the church message boards. Those people are very creative. Whoever does those belong in advertisement. I'm going to go over a few that I've ran into. Uh, GPS, God Positioning System. Kind of interesting. That was an interesting one. Yeah, I've never heard nobody <laughs> go to the gas station and say, I'm lost. You got a Bible? <laughs> Give me the one with the maps in it. Uh, so that was one of them. Uh don't tell your God you have big problems. Tell your problems you have a big God. That's another interesting one. Because when the cops pull me over, I'm like, officer, you know I got a big God, right? <laughs> he, he looking right at you. Just, just put that ticket away. Let's go. <laughs> All right, another one is uh, you can't stop, drop, and roll in hell. You're, I, obviously, you're not a fan of Limp Bizkit because I'm going to just keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, just, <laughs> oh that was... I hate that I knew that chorus. <laughs> hate that I know that bridge. It's a good chorus, though. <laughs> uh, the last one I, I, I have no rhetoric for. It said, uh, it's tax season. Beware of false prophets. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Beware of false prophets. Don't take any wooden nickels, as my grandmother would say. Don't take any wooden nickels. Uh, <laughs> I had a cool thing. You know, when I was in middle school, I used to steal uh, PlayStation 2 games from Target. Uh, my buddy my buddy taught me how to steal, and uh, one time we're in the clothing section, he pulls out condoms, right? And I'm so confused. I'm like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? Then he puts the condom over the ink tag, and then he busses the ink into the condom, and he steals clothes. Until this day, I'm 30 years old. When I see people purchasing condoms, I don't think sex. I think they're about to steal some clothes. <laughs> oh, he got, he got snugger fit, maybe it's baby clothes. I don't know. He's got to steal some clothes. Interesting life. I'm a junior. My dad wasn't around when I was growing up. But I, I used to run into my dad around town. You ever did that to, like, a relative? You used to run into a relative around town? He was on drugs all the time. And i tell you the most fatherly moment I had, uh, I saw him at a gas station. I, I recognized the voice of the guy arguing with the clerk. And uh, I was like, hey, dad. He didn't recognize me at first. He's, he's like, oh, Junior. And then he took me to the crack house. 
And I thought that was so cool. It was like, take your child to the trap day. It was like, yes. He's like, show me, show me where you work and play. That's so, it was so amazing. He was showing me his operation. He's like, look, you got to make sure the foil is like a bowl and make sure it's still open. And you just light the bottom and you just inhale. And then it'll do the rest. Um, that was more of a... <laughs> That was more of a free basin moment. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I was born in 1990, right? I'm a millennial, uh, but there's levels to it. There's levels to it. I'm not part of the, uh, I can't curse, but the booty eating era, I would say. I'm not part of the booty eating. Not part of that. I've had it done to me once, and I always ask people this that do it on the regular. When you partake, are you on your stomach or on your back? Because this is the first time my knees ever touched my forehead in my life. She pushed my legs back so far i was like am i am i am i part of the boys and girls club what's going on here like i had to take an epsom salt bath and everything i was like a battered mother candles on the tub lights off red wine just like just disturbed it was crazy i do have a childish idea though i wish that we had like you ever eat a jolly rancher or anything uh starburst anything now later that turns your tongue that color I, I think I wish we had like certain like booty hole colors, right? So you could you immediately find out someone's cheating, like they come in with a blue tongue. You be like, oh, you back with your ex? Cause you, I'm I'm red booty hole. That can't be me. Nobody, not the booty hole crowd. Okay, uh, <laughs> all right, I can switch it up. Y'all don't want y'all want to talk about booty holes? No problem. Uh, we we can talk about other things. Let's talk about other things. Uh, as I told you before, I work at a coffee shop. And this guy ordered a drink one day, and uh, I didn't know that they were using, he's using this terminology. He said, let me get a full-blown mocha. Are people, do people order like that? Does, do anybody order like that? Do you guys order food like that? I'm down to do it. Oh, don't get me wrong. I would love to go to somewhere and be like, let me get a chicken, full-blown chicken sandwich, no full-blown tomatoes. Um, I just thought it was an AIDS thing. I don't know. Anyway, I, I knew that joke wouldn't go well. I should I should have should have scratched that so fast. That was my fault. I apologize. <laughs> you know, I was sitting there writing it down like it gotta work. <laughs> it's full blown AIDS. Got that's not that's not good. But I do I do this thing at the coffee shop as guys, you know, my coworkers. We look at older women. I'm talking about like elderly women, and we try to see if we can f- see like the sexual side of them back when they were young. People like, would you have sex with her? Could you like from what you're looking at right now? And um, it's kind of interesting, it just leaves me like standing across the street from retirement homes, like, Hey, Miss Maybelline, I see you, <laughs> Dottie, what up, baby? <laughs> now, I see you now, it doesn't sound like a big compliment, but in the black community, that's a huge compliment. I see you as like the top compliment of all time. And I'll give you an example my uh, college graduation, I emceed the graduation. Right, I'm over here making up jokes in the wings, saying at the podium, best open mic ever. And uh, at the end of it, the dean of the program came up to my mother and I, he's like, hey, you have a bright future, you should be very proud of your son. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then this random family came up and they was like, I see you, and I started crying. Oh. Tears of joy, I was like, I get recognition. Black jokes, all right, I, mean, I shouldn't, <laughs> I stopped doing black, I should stop doing these kind of hood jokes. I used to have this one hood joke when I'd be like, hey, you ever ride in the car with your homie for like 15 minutes and you look over and there's a flathead hanging out there where the key's supposed to be? And that's a more hood joke, but I won't, I, never mind, nah, let me stop that. I did a road trip, <laughs> I did a road trip from here all the way to Pennsylvania and I, we went through the south, right? 
and I'd never been through the South, and people told me, like, you should get a green book. And if you don't know what a green book is, a green book is a book that was made during the Jim Crow era so that black people could travel through the South safely. It'll tell you this is a sundown town, don't go to this restaurant, stuff like that, you know. But it's 2021, so I had to get a green audio book. Um, it was like, hi, I'm a generic old black man here to help you get through the South safely. Here we are arriving at Denton, Texas. Don't you stop at that Denny's. Don't you stop at that Denny's. They don't cook their pancakes all the way through. They do not cook their pancakes all the way through, and they don't like black people. They don't like black people. All right, you're about to arrive to, uh, you're about to approach Alabama. I, I suggest you drive around it if you can help it. I was like, man, this dude saved my life. It was great travel. First time through the South, they have very reasonable gas prices in the South. I don't know if anyone's been there. It's like $2 a gallon. And I started, I was kind of thinking about going, moving down there. I was like, should I get like some obvious racism and low gas prices or subtle racism and get high gas prices? So I stayed here in the Bay with the subtle racism. <laughs> I know some of you hate me right now just because I'm up here. <laughs> Keep it to yourselves. <laughs> it was fun doing that trip. It was a great time. Uh, I also found out my friend, uh, she got engaged. She got engaged. I'm very happy for her. Uh, her fiance is Muslim, and she grew up atheist. And he found out he couldn't marry her unless she like believed in some religion, some god, any god. So we were looking for gods like wedding dresses. I was like, "What about Zeus? What about Zeus? You know, lightning and thunder? No. Um, Catholics, they got a lot of saints. Saint wash dishes. Saint make pancakes. Nope, nope, no saints. Uh, Allah is not that bad. You do yoga, right? It's like doing yoga five times a day, but facing the east. <laughs> All right." I got used to the bathroom. I'm Gary Hughes. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Gary Hughes, everyone. Hooray. Yay. He was talking about God there for a second. I used to be a cheerleader for God. Just a God joke. Just a God joke for you. Your next comedian, he's so funny. He's so great. Um, he has shown tomorrow night somewhere. He's he's always he was seen at the punchline and cobs and everywhere that can be seen. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Quatemoc Silva. Yay! There's plastic bag. Keep making more noise for Pam, guys, and the other comics. Get up for yourself too, and your your cats or whoever you got. Okay, cat ladies and cat fellas, cool cats. I only owned one cat my whole life. His name was Max. Uh, he died a couple years ago. It's okay. You know, he he had a you know he wasted his nine lives. It's okay. He had fun, but he was so gangster because I didn't want a cat. I grew up with dogs. But Max, I, I used to live in, well, I'm from San Francisco, but I was on the run from the police, so I had to live in Pittsburgh for a while. And this hood alley cat, who he looked, he was black and a little bit like orange. He, had, he was so cool. He just cr like scratched my door. And I was like, hey, buddy, you know, I'm like, it's my first time with a cat. I have dogs too. So I was like, ah, oh, man, I can't let you in because my dogs will kill you. You know, I can't, you know, I can't. But I'll give him like little treats or whatever. So, and I felt, I felt I'm, I'm ashamed of this. I used to give him whiskey. Like, that's how cool he was. He was a cool cat. Uh, and I remember uh, a couple of years later, he, he came into my house. He was cool. He, like, he likes it when I smoke weed. He chills with me. He's like, it's my cat, you know. So Max jumps out this tree. We had a big old orange tree, and he just jumps, and he had a parrot in his mouth. I was like, dang. 
not gonna clean that shit up. And then the next day, someone put missing parrot <laughs> on their tree. I was like, ooh, Max. <sighs> so I like dogs. Uh, dogs are cool. I love. I have two dogs. I have a beagle mixed with a chihuahua. Her name is Precious. I didn't name her that. That's, you know, my grandmother named my dog, one of my dogs. And then I have another dog. He's uh, half uh, Australian Shepherd and Black Lab. He's so cool. His name is Chico. And I love Chico. He's like, that's that's my dog. And Precious, too. But, like... Every time I eat mushrooms, Chico's always there right next to me just watching me. He's like, he's just he's so magical, so spiritual. And he's just like, one time I had a bad trip and he just put his paw on my shoulder. I was like, oh, thank you. I'm so lonely. <laughs> Chico. And Precious is on her bed. And it's a big bed. She's just watching me like, shame. Shame. Man up. Do real drugs like cocaine. I remember I took my dog, uh, Chico and Precious to uh, Fort Funston. I don't know if you guys know where Fort Funston's at, where people walk their dogs. And, I, you know, it was cold. I had my jacket, my hoodies, whatever, right? And this uh, Caucasian woman who was a redhead, a ginger, ginger, and uh, she had a T-shirt that said, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know to be offended. Chico looked at me, and I looked at her. We are like, looking at each other like, this lady is crazy. But the, the cool thing about this ginger, she came up to me. She's like, hey, I like your T-shirt, too. I was like, oh, thanks. And the T-shirt I was wearing, it was a Charles Manson wearing Che Guevara hat. So I was like, well, we're even, so. <laughs> Popped a mushroom after. I was like, that was a crazy trip, y'all. I miss comedy. I took a break because we won't name it. But uh, the good thing about COVID is... Uh, I, my cousin died. He owed me money. That's, I'm kind of glad he died. And my ex-girlfriend died. I was like, yes! Throw your mask up in the air! Like, you don't care? Okay. That's awful. I had to. And, like, I don't want to suck you guys up, but thank you so much for being here. Like, I'm really happy to see people, you know. I only got Chico and Precious with me. And my mom, my grandmother. I wish she would get COVID, but... It's okay. These are just my thoughts. Relax. Be happy. Any Native Americans here? Any natives? What tribe? Oh, you, okay. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you, white people. You killed all my fans and family. Thank you. I have to deal with COVID and this stuff. <sighs> Could have been famous, but I don't. I don't sign contracts, so that's you know. Oh, she got it. Okay. I guess everybody went to City College here. I guess. All right. <laughs> you know what I miss? I miss uh, calling people. I don't like texting. I hate texting. Oh, I can take off my mask. I'm tripping. It's a good habit, though. Right? Yeah, it's native, you know. I don't want to get the chicken pox. So I got to be careful. <laughs> Dirty Europeans out here. You got to be careful, you know. I miss a good, like, I, I like calling people, especially, like, for me, I love women. So if I, I have a girl's number, I'll call her because, like, I want to hear her voice. I, I like that energy. It's like that, you know, like, don't get me wrong, person to person is the best. But first you put that volunteer work, you know what I mean? You got to talk to them. You know, you got to get to know them. And I want them to get to know me because, you know, what you see is what you get, person to person. You know, motion, action, the look, the voice. And also I miss a voicemail. That's the thing I miss, too. When, like, when you call someone you like and they don't pick up, you're like, damn. 
but you hear her voice. Hi, it's me, Rebecca. Please leave me a message. Ciao. I'm like, ooh, ciao, day. Call me back. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this is what's my voicemail, and I want you guys to hear my voicemail. I uh, know I got my flashlight on. It's okay. This was my uh, voicemail back then. This is gonna be crazy. <laughs> For five minutes, that was my voicemail. You couldn't press one or skip it. You're like, well, it is what it is, you know. I'm gonna have to take off my mask, man. I feel bad for ladies. You gotta wear masks, bras. You can't even wear lipstick. That sucks. Like you gotta. All the ladies like, yeah. Fuck that guy. I'm gonna cheat on him. <laughs> you guys been slutting it up? No, no, no one's been slutting it up. You liars. Well, I thought we got to, you know, whatever. It's okay. Slut it up. Uh, I'm kind of embarrassed of this story, uh, but it's weird and funny to me now because I, I have to test it out. But I got my first rim job this year, y'all, and I'm pretty happy. The guy's in the bathroom laughing. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And, you know, like, this girl was hot. Like, you know how guys like, oh, she was hot. No, this girl was beautiful. I introduced her to my mom. That's how hot she was. Like, you got to be my mom. This is, like, this is, this is legit. You know what I mean? And it, it kind of made me sad, but it, I, like, it, okay, so this is what happened. When we first m were making love, you know, kissing, foreplay, massage, and, you know, whatever, right? You know, kissing, biting, you know, smacking that little, you know, right? And she's like, hey, uh, you know, she gave me the awesome dome ever. I was like, oh, my God, right? And I was like, whoa, right? And she's like, hey, I have a fetish. I was like, what is it? You know, tell me, you know, I want to get to know you. Like, like, you know, I, I might say yes or no. Let's, you know, we're adults. She's like, I like eating butt. I was like, that's what I did. I was like, you know, right? <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> and I was like, nah, I'm okay. And no lie, two seconds, she did like a wrestling move, a double underhook, and just my legs were up in the air. I was like, whoa! And I was like, oh, right? I came. It was, it was weird. And it's so weird. Like I, I, I loved her. I was like, I'm in love. Like this is weird. Like, and I, I'm, sh I'm a straight dude, but it was weird. I was like, I think I like this one. She's an animal. She's nice. And, but the thing that made me really sad is she wouldn't want to take a shower with me. That was weird. I was like, you will lick my butt, but you won't take a shower with me. Okay, I thought that was funny. I was like, oh. let's see. I had to test it out. See, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're all adults here. Who who here likes smoking weed? Who likes smoking indica? Make some noise. Who likes smoking sativa? Make some noise. Who don't care and just like smoking weed? <laughs> Hook it up, nah. You know, I found out Q-tips were not actually meant to clean your ears. They were actually meant to clean your dab rig. All the real stoners like, yeah. I can't do edibles, but I can do mushrooms. Is that weird? Like, I don't <laughs> as a Native American, I hate going to uh, jerry duty. But I, you know, you got to fill out a paper form like, what's your name, your ethnicity. I put indigenous or Native American. And the judge, the first time the judge saw me, he's like, "Hey, are you native?" I was like, "Yeah." What tribe? Pueblo. Get the hell out of here, kid. Get the hell. Out. You don't belong here. I'm like, oh, okay. That really did happen. I thought it was funny though. I was like, all right, thanks, judge. COVID, Native American. This is, a, I'm gonna try out this joke. What do you call a Native American who's a Christian? Uh, 
denial. Okay, you guys are not, you guys uh, didn't like that, but I like it. What do you call a Native American who's a Catholic? A rapist. Okay, a lot of Protestants, and okay, Jew. Speaking of Jews, you know what I found out? I was walking around the Mission District, and there's a, a, a Jewish temple, but it's a Latino Jewish temple, La Amigo La Israel. I was like, man, there's Mexican Jews? That is crazy, right? Like, what are, like, what, uh, what are the Jewish people, well, so yarmulkes, right? They're called yarmulkes. What are the Mexican Jews wear, little sombrero hats? Or like, I'm just trying to. <sighs> okay, I like that one. <sighs> I got one minute, but <sighs> what else I want to talk about? I got a minute. What do you guys want to know about me? How about that? Let's, let's make this weird. I always, what do you guys want to know? Okay, nothing. What was that? Okay, I've been doing comedy for nine years, but I've been studying it for 13 years. And the weird part is I never wanted to become a, I, that wasn't my dream. I didn't want to be a comic. I was going to be a gangster because a lot of my friends were on the FBI's wanted list. No lie, like we're, like we're outlaws. Or I was going to play in the NFL or MMA. But uh, it was, uh, I, when I got out of jail the very first time, uh, my, my brother's a comedian. He's like, hey, Demo, uh, you know, you just got out of jail, and uh, I'm about to do stand-up comedy. I was like, cool, man, whatever. I just got out. Please, I need, I need to get some money. I'm, I'm hungry, right? And he's like, hey, man, can you go up on stage for me and bomb? I was like, what the hell is bombing? I didn't know what bombing it was. I was like, obviously, you guys know what bombing is. Like, you just suck. So I was like, man, I'm not going to do that. I just got out of jail, this and that. And... I went up on stage, and very first time, people were laughing. They were crying. I was telling my jail stories. And I have a lot of stories about be being in jail, but people were laughing, giving me hugs, right? I was like, this is weird. And this guy came up to me, and it was a weird white guy. And I don't like being hugged by anybody unless you, I give you permission or, like, we have history, right? Gives me a hug. I'm like, yeah. Hey. I'm like, damn, dude. You're, dude, you're so funny. I'm like, man, thank you so much. But can you get off of me, weirdo? And he's like, ah, oh, man, keep doing what you're doing, kid. And I'm like, all right, buddy. And my brother came up to me. He's like, hey, dude. I was like, what, man? Do you know who that was? No, I don't know who the heck that was. That guy was weird. Dude, that was uh, Zach Galifianakis. I was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> you know, he's a comedian. This is before the hangover. And I was like, well, who was that? And then so I'm on the hangover. I was like, oh, well. It's funny, people want to go to school and be a doctor. I didn't want to do anything but do stand-up comedy. Maybe I should go back to college, I don't know. But my name is Cuatemo, guys. Peace and love, chase your dream, and uh, lick butt. Peace. Cuatemo, Cuatemo Silva, yay! You can follow him on, I think it's T Silva on Instagram and stuff like that. I've got, um, yay, you're all here, you're all still here. Um, I've got a money jar and I'm gonna walk around and donations from Mutiny Radio are always appreciated because in these crazy COVID times, how are we staying alive? I don't know, I was just like on hold today for 94 minutes with a thing about a grant and I was like, I'm sitting in, I'm, I'm sitting here. If I just have to sit around for three hours to get $5,000, I will do it. Uh, but I'm going to pass around this. While our last comedian entertains you with his hilarious jokes, uh, put your, so your hands... Uh, meow, meow, meow. Put your hands together for your last comedian. One of my really good friends, everybody. It's Mike Bonds. Yay! Um, plastic baggies. Yeah. And I'm going to pass it around. 
Alright, All right, you guys are having some fun tonight? Alright. I'm pretty sure she put me up last because I'm black and it's Black History Month. So clap it up for Black History Month, people. You know? Lots going on now these days, you know? Still COVID season, as I call it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody still got their designer mask and everything. I stopped, I stopped tripping off mask a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Before, I used to try to get all the cool mask and everything, be the first one to get the man wrapped around the face and all of that. And I realized, man, I started breathing like Darth Vader up in there. I was like, yo, I can't do this math thing anymore, man. Can't do it. Clap it up if you gained some weight during COVID. How many people gained weight during COVID, you know, right? It's messed up because I lost weight during COVID, man. I know, right? Don't clap it up. I was broke, man. I couldn't afford nothing to eat. So, <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing. I actually, I actually planned on losing weight, you know. Went vegetarian for a little while, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, vegetarians over here? Right. I think, I think the best part about being a vegetarian is taking a dump. Don't you agree, man? You know, vegetarian dumps are just so cool, man. I was like, wow, man, it just comes out. Not like when you're taking eating meat, you know. It's just the struggle is real when you eat meat, man. Clap it up if you got a big ass head, man. Big head, come on, bro. Clap, clap that thing up, man. You know, I won't want to point to you, Miss Lady, but you're beautiful over there. But you know, I'm just saying, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you gotta gotta come to terms with that, man. You got to, man. I went to go buy a hat the other day, man. The guy at the hat store was like, "Hey, dude, it's gonna be about eight to twelve weeks before we get your size in. We gotta size that big ass head up. And let you know." A few weeks what we gonna do i said damn is it that big like, yes yeah, it's, it's that big bro <laughs> just to be honest with you man it's crazy because my son got a big ass head too you know what i'm saying and that's a conversation it's two conversations i need to have with him this is how you deal with the police and son you got a big ass head <laughs> and both conversations are equally as important i think you know <laughs> for real man Clap it up for 2021 already, you know, COVID, you know. Don't clap COVID up. Hey, you see, y'all just clap for anything, white people. Don't clap for COVID, you know. I picked up a few uh, a few bad vices during COVID, you know. Don't get me wrong, you know. COVID was a tough season for me. I picked up food porn, you know. How many people like food porn? I know, right? It's crazy. Started watching a dude making macaroni and cheese, and let me just tell you, it didn't go well in the end, you know. I'm just saying, man, I'm starting to get addicted to that stuff, man. You know, making enchiladas. Who does that? You, you like you like watching them make food, man? You, yeah, I don't know. Are you like the serial killer type? What's going on here, bro? <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, when you look at people's eyes under these masks, you're like, oh, serial killer? No, happy, okay, people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> people look at me and be like, dude, you're evil. I'm like, I'm one of the happiest people you know, bro. Just the mask, man. It's the mask, you know? Everybody's a superhero with these masks on these days. You know what I'm saying? Superheroes everywhere. Everywhere. You know, people walking down the street. Ta-da! Yo, <laughs> chill with that mask, man. Chill. <laughs> if I got any tattoos, clap it up if you got some tattoos. Pam, you got tattoos. My man, you got tattoos? What you got a tattoo of, bro? Rest of, okay, okay. You got any tattoos over here? No, no? Okay, okay. Unicorns, okay. You know. 
it's messed up because, you know, I haven't gotten any tattoos. But a lot of my friends, they always get monumental tattoos, you know, their grandmother's birthdays or kids' birthdays, so on and so forth. And then there's these people that procreate Asian tattoos, you know, they get the Asian tattoos written on them. You know what I mean? Sun, moon, fate, stars, light. All right, bro. You know, whatever. You know, I'm not Asian, so I don't care. You know, but I want I want my first tattoo to be real meaningful. You know, I want to get some Asian writing on my arm. I want it to say chow mein, two egg rolls, general chicken, and fried rice. And right there, say no peas. And Asian writing, you know, <laughs> straight up, man. Because when I would go to a Chinese food restaurant, I'd be like, yo, my order is right here. Don't mess it up. It's here. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm dead serious, man. How many people think their phone watching them? Clap it up. You know your phone is watching you. We all know our phone's watching us, you know. You know your phone's watching you right now, you know. I was using the Waze app the other day, and I was on Waze, and Waze was like, hey, Mike, there's a Popeye's about a half a block away. Would you like to get there? I was like, damn, you know me so well, phone. I got a few minutes to kill. Get me there anyway. We got to talk about this later on, though, phone. I don't, I don't know. You shouldn't be gathering information upon me like that, you know. I know my phone's watching me straight up, man. I know it is, you know. It knows the kind of porn I like, right? It knows on Wednesday, it'll like go to like Ebony Porn. It's Wednesday, Mike. Ebony Porn time. Dude, not feeling that today, dude. Midget Porn is Tuesday. <laughs> Don't judge me, people. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. You know? It's February, guys. I, I, all, I all applaud. Everybody knows it's Black History Month. We got a, the first, you know, black vice president. You know what I'm saying? You know? I'm just saying, <laughs> it's a lot of going on in 2021, man. Hopefully it's a lot better than 2020, but already it's starting out kind of weird for me, you know what I'm saying? Because I had diarrhea the other day, <laughs> you know? But it didn't just come regular, it came when I, don't you hate when diarrhea comes when you're out, you know? Oh, and then all the bathrooms are closed, don't you hate that? Because everybody's like, no, dude, you look like you got COVID, you got COVID vibes. I was like, oh, bro, really, you know? So I didn't do like the homeless people and just go squat. I had to hold it all the way till I got home, but it was a crazy ride home because it was like not stopping at no stop sign. I, just, I figured if I got pulled over, I have some of y'all officer, man, diarrhea, man. All right, go ahead. <laughs> nah, I think, um, <laughs> oh, man, where am I at with this? Oh, man, am I? <laughs> oh, I got a minute here. Okay, okay. Worst thing I think about COVID is missing it, is missing buffets. You know what I'm saying? You guys, don't you miss buffets, you know? I'm a big man. I love, I love, a, I love a good buffet every now and again. You know, I miss them, you know? The last time I was at a buffet, was a little, you know, I was running around, was getting my food, and there was a little kid there. You guys got to watch these little kids at buffets, you know? Let me tell you something. I will slap the hell out of a kid at a buffet, especially if you ain't got no parents around, bro, you know? This little kid was taunting me at the buffet. Hurry up, fat man. Let's go. Get your mashed potatoes. Let's roll. It's like, yo, man, somebody better come get their kid. Get this kid. Then the kid takes a piece of chicken and he puts it in a fudge fountain and he throws it at me. Pow, smack me right in the face with it. But I tried it and it was actually pretty good. <laughs> so you guys go out and try that fudge chicken, man. Tell a little badass kid sent you. Hey, you guys, that's been my time on Mike Bonds. I'm bringing Pam back up to the stage. Mutiny Radio. Venmo. condom back on i've used more condoms in my condoms <laughs> in covid than i've ever used in my entire life it's pretty amazing thank you all so much for being here tonight 
Thank you. Clap it up for Mutiny Radio. Clap it up for all the comedians you've seen tonight. Thank you so much. We do this every Friday at 6 o'clock. And uh, we also have shows at Asiento on Wednesday. And that's a super fun show. They have great food up there and lovely drinks at Asiento up on the corner with the pretty lights and the beautiful parklet. But we're Mutiny Radio. Our Venmo is at Mutiny Radio. And it's very confusing because, like, when you see our logo, it's not us. We're just, it's a Burton Ernie logo. Don't ask. It's a long story. I don't understand how Venmo works. Yay. Um, but thank you all. So clap it up for yourselves being an amazing audience. Yay. I'll leave you, I'll leave you with one joke. Only because um, I love, I love men. And I'm, I'm really sad about us chopping the tips off of our baby's dicks. I mean, I say circumcision, his choice, his decision. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why we're doing genital mutilation on all of our kids. We'll just, it's just American moms are lazy. I get it. It's fine. But I have a fetish. I want to take a guy's dick. And I want to pull it up. And I want to pull his foreskin up over his dick. And I want to put whiskey in his foreskin. Because I want whiskey dick for real. When do I get what I want, you know? It's twofold. One, I'm an alcoholic, and I like doing sexy ways to drink whiskey. And two, boys are gross. You got to clean out all that schmegma. You know what I'm saying? They're so gross. Thank you all so much for being here tonight. Thank you for supporting Mutiny Radio. Tell your friends we'll be back next week. Yay! Yay!
of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. 
My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke 